everybody. This is Justin Free Geeks Podcast. I have Luca James here with me. How you doing, Luca? Great, great. Happy to be in front of a fascinating white wall. Right? Yeah. You're very it's very bright in your room, <laughs> wherever you're at. <laughs> yes. I it's a miss I, I would show you the other side, but I won't. It's okay. It's yeah. all good. Um well you're you're here to talk about your uh, latest single, Hazy Dream. I'm excited to hear about it. I listened to it before the our, our chat here, and I really liked it. I enjoyed the cinematography very much. I'd love to hear more about it. Yeah, Hazy Dreams is a song I've been working on for almost two years. I I lead vocal workshops and like improv gatherings throughout New York City, and I never really worked on my own music. Um, but I just was really passionate about doing loops in my studio, in my like little when I say studio, a little closet in New York. I had like a little loop and keyboard set up and I would just sure. make these loops for like till like 3 a.m. usually. And uh, over then I had like, you know, maybe 200 loops. And uh, in the pandemic, I was like, I got to do something about these loops. And uh, the first one was Hazy Dreams. And I was when I was did that loop, I was dealing with a lot of heartbreak and not just like the typical heartbreak, but just like the, the like trying to understand the hard emotion and like it wasn't like typical like oh dang you for heartbreak it was just a lot of mixed sure. feelings a lot of nuanced feelings so hazy dreams is my more about a song about heartbreak just more like it's about my processing of of the, the emotion of trying to understand the complexities of like de departing from someone that it means the world to you and just like you know the existence of time and temporality Okay, that's awesome. So, so over the course of two years, so it went from loops to a full blown song with a video. So, when when did you start shooting the video? The video I started shooting in quarantine. Um, my partner Morgana Van Peebles came out to stay with me in Ithaca, New York, and uh, she had a Super Eight camera, and we just were Super Eighting, uh, filming all all these amazing moments we were having, just exploring nature and kind of exploring our own intimacy and love, and. Um, we had all this footage that we just shot for the video, but the video was at a different tempo. And like, I changed the song up. I, I professionally recorded it and uh, we needed to tie it together. So a year later in her dad's house in LA, we kind of created our directed little set of like a bed in the middle of the forest and a little dance scene. And the video really came together because the super eight was kind of like all of a sudden my memories and like my dream. And it was like the perfect aesthetic for, yeah. for representing it. And then the digital was kind of like this conscious world. And then like we use kind of like smoke machines and art direction to have the two worlds collide. Um, so it was a very DIY video shot for like less than 600 bucks. And uh, that's all the film processing and everything. And it turned out, yeah, the reception's been incredible. It had like I really enjoyed this the, the cinematography of the video. It was great. I really enjoyed it. But the, to your point, the the eight millimeter really gave it a, a foggy or a hazy lens, and I think it goes well with your the song choice. Thank you. A lot of fun. Thanks, yeah, Justin. For sure. Um, so how was so you have two hundred loops just sitting in the back burner? Do you have other other songs that you want to kind of crank out then? Or yeah, I, I recorded four more songs. So I have five overall. It'll be an EP that I'll slowly be releasing throughout the year. Um, I think by the spring, they'll all be released. And mm -hmm. uh, then in time to start performing and touring the music. Um, I plan to tour on the West Coast a bit and then on the East Coast. And then hopefully by the summer, link up with some people in Europe and to, to tour the music around there. Um, but I have three other videos 
I'm actually just editing one right now. That's why I'm in this white box room. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm a filmmaker at heart. So it's really so much the music is in the film really inform one another. Um, so I'm excited for people to follow the YouTube and just to like see these musical creations come to life. That's awesome. I noticed you have a behind the scenes deal for the music video. I haven't had a chance to watch that yet. I plan to, but how fun was that? I guess I wouldn't say it's a blooper reel, but something like that, right? Just something behind the curtain type of deal. Did I see that right? Yeah. Well, I thought for this video, it was so the process was so fun. Just like mm -hmm. just seeing how the movie magic and and seeing you know it's a lot of authentic love. Obviously, when it's like a relationship making a film, it's it's interesting because it's like how much is real, how much is not real. Um, how do you get certain shots on a budget? I really, I talk to a lot of musicians that are very intimidated to like make a music video because of how, you know, some people will tell you, oh, $10,000 at minimum. Um, so I try, I, I like showing people my process to like help them to figure out how to squeeze the most out of a little. Sure. No, that's, yeah, that's awesome. So, so what inspired you to get into music? What kind of draw, drew you into it? Have you been singing and doing different stuff your whole life or? Yeah, yeah, totally. I come from a musical family. My okay. siblings in a band called the FMs and uh, my dad sang like Neil Young and, you know, Paul Simon growing up and I've been playing piano since I was five and it was big growing up for me. I think I got to my teenage years i didn't think i was allowed to do it professionally and um i started studying more like economics and like law and all that stuff and it finally just came to a realization in adulthood that i can really you know if as long as i'm paying the bills i can do i can lead my own life and mm -hmm. uh once that happened i kind of broke free from that younger brother mentality of you know trying to be perfect in a way my eyes my parents eyes and and just follow my dream. And like, I found music again, I started hosting these singing circles. Um, you know, thousands of people have showed up to them over the years. Um, I've toured them in Europe and California and New York, and just like fell in love with just like improv and like ephemeral songs. Like, they're not like recording it, mixing mastering, sure. just like making a song with a friend and then letting it fly into the ether. And then um, I got a scholarship with Bobby McFerrin. I studied with him for a while. And uh, yeah, just music became everything. Like everything I hear, it was like music. And yeah. So I'm not super familiar with a singing circle. Can you kind of explain that to me and hopefully listeners? Yeah, yeah. So so the singing circles we do, they're called music collage. Okay. Um, and it's basically, it's like improv acapella basically, but we really try to, it's, some people are like professional, like opera singers. And some people are like, I can't even sing the shower types, but it's really just about like, creativity and getting out of your head and not thinking like I can sing or like I can dance or I, you know, it's like so much of, I think like a capitalistic or like consumerist pop culture is like, you got the voice kid. And like, you got the talent, you don't, you know? And it's like a sure. gate, gatekeeper aspect and like singing is so innate to like human experience, like whether it's chanting or harmony, you know, it's like, it doesn't have, you don't have to be like the lead vocalist on a pop song, but like you can like harmonize or support or create rhythm so it's really just like getting everyone just to make music together, just using the voice. Um, and then what Bobby McFerrin does is called circle singing. And that's like uh, basically like creating a whole like music orchestra with voice, um, but like in the moment. Um, and okay. he has a whole whole record called Circle Songs, which you should check out. Um, and it's just like amazing what you can do on the spot. That's incredible. That's I mean, imagine, imagine 
the writing and the creation process after something like that is so much better, right? Because of the creative creativity you hear from other people and kind of glean from that. Would that be a, a fair point to make or no? Yeah, man. I mean, it's just so much about getting out of our own way. You know, sure. the creative process is just like, get out of your way and, and, and to creative plot seriously, you know, it, it's, mm-hmm. I'm sure you have to do it too. Just like with your podcast and everything, just like, you know, you show up and you just do it. You create art, you create, you, you do the thing, you schedule the interview and, and that's what music is, that's what filmmaking is. And, and the ego can really be our, it can be a weight on us to like, oh, well, I'm not good enough. I, like, let me write, let me practice more before I perform. And I think it's important to cultivate communities that just like push you, you know, yeah, push you, yeah. push you to jump, take the leap. Yeah, I totally agree. I think there's a saying, I might butcher it, but I was like, don't let uh, the great get in the way of the good. Type yeah. Idea. So it's that. just, yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's awesome. Um, so a couple, five EPs. So what, what made you choose this, the, the song collection? You have uh, 200 beats, right? What made you kind of, kind of ruminate around the five that you've chosen? Yeah, I think it was really through performance. And if you go to my like Instagram, I like made a little reel showing like the iteration of Hazy Dreams. Okay. And and a lot of how I wrote it was performing it throughout the pandemic. Um, I'd like busk on the street or I would perform at restaurants outside and just kind of like putting it out there in the world and seeing what resonated and not. And I learned a lot through that that data process of like seeing how people are like, oh, they want to dance with it. Okay, like we need something with more groove, more rhythm. Sure. Um, and so the songs that the songs, I don't know, but that also just conceptually, the songs are really about introspection and, um, and about like the mind chatter and like the, 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 the relationship we have with our own internal voice and, uh, how that can be really plaguing and just like challenging and, and just kind of like my own experience at dealing with that. And I really wanted the songs to not just be about love or to be about, you know, joy or getting money, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's really about like mental health and like, like I have a lot of challenges and like, even when things are great on the outside, like there's this crazy film going on in my mind. And uh, yeah. that's kind of what a lot of the songs are about. That's yeah. That's awesome. I, I think you are a unique position to answer this question. How did you know when you were done with the song, all these iterative like things, getting feedback, how do you know when like, okay, that, that's enough feedback. That's enough whatever it is, right? right? We're going to publish this song. How do you yeah. know when you're ready for that? Oh, man, I don't. I All my other songs, I'm still tweaking. Like, to this point, <laughs> I, like, this morning I woke up, had a green tea, and I was, like, as in logic, I was just, pit, like, pitching down the whole vocals. I was, like, what if I pitched it down? And, like, you need, like, with music especially, you need to create deadlines and to also, like, I need to tell myself, like, I think good advice I've been getting is, like, you know, like you'll create another one, you know, like there's another song down the road and, and I need to, and I think, yeah, creating deadlines with hazy dreams. I just had a deadline and I'll, and I think with Spotify and stuff, you need at least like four weeks to submit it. So it just hit the deadline. And I was like, this is the best. I mean, yeah, I can make it better, but or I can just write another song, you know? And so I'm kind of trying to take that approach. Sure. So where where can everyone hear the song then? Obviously I listened to it on YouTube. I did see that it was on Spotify. Any other platforms that, it's out there yeah if you if you look up luca james luca with a k um hazy dreams you'll find it on google either you my youtube my video or also on spotify luca james l-u-k-a-j-a-m-e-s hazy dreams um you'll find the music and uh yeah definitely 
you know, check out the Spotify, stream it, add to a playlist if you vibe. Let me know your thoughts. You can message me on Instagram. Um, or, you know, check out the YouTube because I do a lot of like live performance or covers in nature. Um, and I do like, like you said, like BTS stuff making of, um, mm. so yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole world. I'm trying to whole little platform. And I'd love to hear like, if there's other people that are inspired making music, I'd love to, to create community. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, there has to be, well, I guess before we wrap up totally, what got you into the filmmaking part of it? Cause you mentioned a few minutes ago that you really enjoyed the film and filmmaking aspect of it. What kind of drew you to that? Yeah, I'm a filmmaker at heart. I uh, yeah. I worked for eight years doing um, like human rights documentary okay. uh, stuff, like with affiliated U United Nations organizations, NGOs around the world. Traveled to almost thirty countries doing stuff in whether it's war torn regions or uh, places in tough situations, and doing some videos and and helping to tell stories. And so I come from a, a narrative filmmaking, mostly documentary background um that was what my work was until the pandemic i lost like i think like 15 projects and oh, it wow. was a blessing in disguise but yeah because the work was like international mostly sure, sure. and nonprofits are already so strapped for cash and a lot of people are having existential crisis um so i just was like all right like this is my moment to elevate the music and to treat it as a profession yeah so but now i'm kind of merging the two worlds again yeah, and it shows. It I, again, I really enjoyed the music video, how it was shot, the whole deal. Means Having a, a sibling in in the music business has that helped you? I have to assume your brother's in the FMs, right? Has that helped you? Or sibling in the FMs? Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, thank you. Um, totally, totally. I mean, in so many ways, in so many ways, just like I think being in being around people that are just doing it and pursuing it full on, it gives you kind of that permission in the arts to be like, Oh, okay. Like I can, I can do it too. I can do it my way. I also shot a lot of their music videos. So I made their first oh, okay. two or three music videos. So I've been, I've seen what it takes to make music videos from, from their experience. Um, and they've just been giving me great feedback along the way. Um, they, they're very practical about the career. So like they, they keep my head, you know, I've been like, oh, I need hazy dreams to like get a million streams the first weekend. You know, like, you know, just like take your time. Like, <laughs> this is your first song. Like, you're not that, like, you're not that great. So they, they keep it, they keep it real for me. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Um, so where can everyone find you? And is your Instagram just Luca, Luca James, your full name? Yeah. Or? Luca James underscore. Cool. Yeah, Anywhere Luca else? James, the Luca James non underscore. They, they got there first. Um, <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, Luca James on Facebook. Let's see how many things there are. There's a Luca James on TikTok. You know, I don't have a MySpace anymore. So if there's Luca James in MySpace, it's not the real Luca James. Um, Tom is so disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Tom. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't. You didn't make it. You didn't make it, Tom. You didn't make it to the big league. We're still rooting for you, though. We like you. We're still your friend. That's right. That's right. Well, it was wonderful having you here, Luca. Um, please come back on whenever the five EPs is done. I'd love to talk to you again about your four five songs, five songs, whatever. I'm oh, sorry, forgive me. I, you're, you're hyping up the audience. I know? am. I, I am. I can't. If you have Justin here hyping me up like that, and then people are going to think I'm like <laughs> Superman, and they're going to be like, "Where's the five EPs?" The whole discography. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. You know, I'm not the Beatles here, but or who is it? Like Bob Dylan writing a song every two hours. I'm not I that. Mean, you know? Yeah. 
See, I, that's how my, my expectations for you, Luca. They're just so high. I know they're so high. I gotta talk. You know, whoever introduced us, we gotta start lower next time. That's gotta, right. gotta woo you by the end of the interview. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, it was wonderful having you, Luca. Hopefully, Such you come pleasure. on again soon. Yeah, it's great. For sure, I would love that. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good day. Talk to you soon.